Welcome to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass for you by me, Jen Spiegel. I am your host and also the founder of Becoming Iconic, which is a global brand supporting entrepreneurs in their life, business, and most importantly, leadership. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome to this week's masterclass. And I have a very special guest, somebody I was like, Ooh, so excited to sit in a room with Andrea Crowder, who is the founder of Freak. Now, let me tell you, when you start to go over to this Instagram page, which we will link in the show notes, you are going to fall in love, not only with the beauty of the products, like they're very, very beautiful, Andrea, but also the concept behind them. I was really drawn in, I would say about a year and a bit ago, I saw somebody talking about them and I was lusting over these products forever. And I'm not even quite sure why I didn't buy them. Um, but I was definitely watching. And then I had them as a gift this year as a new year's gift from somebody on my team. And as soon as I opened the box, I screeched because I was knew exactly what it was. And I am sort of sitting in this room with Andrea friends to learn today about manifestation, but also how the tools that she has created these beautiful products, how they can support you in the sort of atmosphere, growth and desire for more in your life. So I'm really excited to dig in. Andrea, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You manifested the manifestation products. That's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. I didn't even think of that, but that is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to learn about the products, but I do want to start with something big. I'm just going to go all in with you because before we hit record, I was telling you there were several people recently who are hearing the word manifestation, who sort of understand the concept, but have been saying to me, I don't really think I get it, Jen. And I've been really Mm -hmm. seeking some more knowledge on what manifestation actually is. And I thought this is a perfect question for you and for people to get to know you. So can we just dive deep into sort of how you came to find manifestation and what you teach? Yeah. I mean, that story goes back to the beginning of when I started my first business, which was back in 2011. And I came from like a really traditional Christian upbringing. And so hearing even the words manifestation, I felt a lot of like internal conflict based off of like conditioning um, come up in the beginning of my journey. But I still didn't even understand like a lot of your audience, you know, might be saying right now, like what that really meant for me. And so it wasn't until um, Gabrielle Bernstein was kind of one of the first like um, bridges for me. And listening to her story about, you know, overcoming addiction and creating her business. Um, And I just really fell in love with like listening to her personal stories. And then she had mentioned one day the author Wayne Dyer. And so I picked up one of his books and he just really, really, really opened my mind to a new possibility around, um, around like energy and creation and like personal growth. Um, and then the book, the secret, I think that everybody's kind of, you, if you haven't read it, you've at least heard of it, or if you haven't watched the movie, you've at least heard of it. And so that was like a real basic concept to me of thinking a thought, feeling a feeling, and then attracting something back to you. And I'd never in my whole life considered that that wasn't even a realm of possibility. But once I understood the concept, I could actually look back at things that had come into my life. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) all of the little dots were really starting to connect with me. And when I started using manifestation and really just starting with like intention setting, sitting with desire, creating vision boards, like a lot of the really kind of fun newbie stuff to do with manifestation 
I remember my first thing that I consciously really manifested that I knew that I manifested was a protein sandwich from Panera Bread. I walked in with my mother-in-law and I was like, um, we're just grabbing a cup of coffee. And I remember standing there, I just paid for the cup of coffee. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, protein sandwich sounds so amazing right now. Cause we're just like hustle and bustle, a lot of errands. And then the lady printed out my receipt and she goes, oh, you got a free protein sandwich. And I like looked at her and I was like, what? <laughs> and then I started playing around with the concepts of the secret around like imagining like money coming instead of bills and like some of that stuff. So I would use my 45 minute commute to work and then my 45 minute commute home to just like start playing with visualization and just imagining. And the more that I allowed myself to just be in that state of play, the more that weird things started happening. Like I was normally the first person to show up at my corporate job at that time um, in the parking garage because I got there the earliest, even before the CEO. I was always, I was his executive assistant. I was always there before he was there. So I would pull into the parking garage and of course I had any parking spot to choose from. But this one day after I started doing this, somebody else happened to get there before me. And instead of taking a right into the normal parking spot that I would choose every single day, I was like, oh, that's weird. Somebody's in my spot. So instead of taking a right, I just took a left. I took a left into the opposite parking spot. I got out, I looked down and there was a wad of cash on the ground. <laughs> you guys like, I've never won up until the point I'd never won anything. I'd never found more than like a penny or a quarter, maybe like a dollar on the ground or something like that. But there was a wad of cash, like one size. And I think there was even a 20 in there. So I was like, okay, my attention has been grabbed and I want to know more about this. And so that was the beginning of my journey of learning around just like intention setting, playing with desire, um, weaving that into like, the more like old school, like goal, set, goal setting that people would teach you for entrepreneurship. So I'd started in network marketing and that was my very first business, which I still love to this day. I'm a huge fan of network marketing because it's like a business in a box. Somebody does all the product development for you. They do all of this like brand awareness and marketing for you. You just find a product that you're absolutely obsessed with and you go, to, you go tell your friends and you tell them like how it's benefited you and whatever transformation it's created for you. And like, word of mouth marketing has been something that was always a strong suit of mine because I just naturally love sharing the things that work for me. So I would get really excited about that. So using intention setting and like traditional goal setting and acting as if and writing like, okay, I'm this rank in the network marketing company. And I would just like speak it. And I was the first person on my sponsor's team to hit that first like big rank that would rank her up in like 40 days. And normally it would take somebody a really reasonable amount of time was 90 days, but a lot of people are still taking over a year to hit it. I did it in 40. So I was really starting to become impressed with this like whole concept. And it came into my life at the perfect time with entrepreneurship of learning how to use that in my business. It was not a perfect process because what I found was after the, the sugar rush and the excitement of like all this newness wore off, all of my old belief systems started popping back up. My conditioning, my beliefs, my fears, my traumas, things that I wouldn't have even been able to like verbalize. Like, I don't understand why I'm feeling this way. I just feel this way. I feel afraid. I feel afraid of rejection. And so using manifestation to work through the limiting beliefs over the course of now my you know, 11 year career in entrepreneurship has resulted in multiples of millions of dollars 
that come from a girl who had a teenage pregnancy. She grew up in like an, an abusive home. She never finished college. Um, all of the things that would traditionally equal being on state assistance and divorced was kind of what my life shaped me up to be. And because of creating new belief systems and using manifestation in my business, I've been able to create an entire different life, not just for myself, but for my for my kids and like the generations to come from them as well. So I love this topic. I love this topic too. And I love your story. I resonate with a lot of it. I too came from network marketing, so I didn't realize we shared that, but I also yeah. really love, and what I'm hearing from you, and I'd love you to speak on is so many people feel they are a victim to their circumstances, although they don't want to admit that openly because nobody really does, but we still carry some of these things we've went through. So when I hear you say teenage pregnancy, divorce, um, you know, living in a home where you were abused, there's, there's these things that we share, which is so interesting because we feel so alone in those circumstances, but yet there's so many things that we all share as, as humans. How did you take those circumstances and flip them into something that created you? Because I feel like that's something we can skip over easily of just like, Oh, I manifested. Mm -hmm. And I thought positive. And then there's more to it than that. What would you say you did to create who you are out of those circumstances? Well, feeling like a victim, remember feelings are not facts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> feelings are not facts. One of my favorite mantras that I've told myself often and think feeling like a, so a feeling is caused in the body by unconscious mind perceiving something is happening now. Even if you're not consciously thinking it or consciously aware of it, unconscious mind is thinking it and processing it is happening now. So unconscious mind sends a feeling to the body to get us to do something. A lot of times unconscious mind is sending feelings to the body to get us to do something about something that doesn't even exist anymore. Something that happened, but it's not actively happening in this moment. It's not about to happen. It didn't just happen. And so all of these feelings that come up are actually conditioning. So I would even dare say like nobody, nobody consciously chooses to be a victim. And sometimes that gets painted on us when we're behaving like one. And that's because 95% of our behavior is being caused by unconscious mind who's perceiving something is happening as now. So if anybody's ever said like, why are you so negative? Why are you negative Nelly? Or um, you always see like the glasses half empty, like that's all conditioning and it's not your fault. That's the way your mind was built and our mind was not built well. So, like we have one of the most advanced like minds on the planet, human beings do, but they're also built for efficiency and they're also built illogically. So we're trying to move through this world in this very like logical way. And it's like, well, I'm thinking this, but like, this isn't happening. There's so much internal conflict that's going on with us. And our minds are automatically programmed to look for the worst in every situation to ensure that we survive through it. So when I say like minds causing a feeling, your job is one of two things. Your job is either to take an action or to shift your perspective. So sometimes there is an action to be taken. And that if a car is coming at you, you need to jump out of the way. If your kid is about to get hit by a ball, hopefully you can stick your hand up fast enough to prevent like your child from getting injured or something like that. So mind will cause a feeling to the body. Then the sensation is meant to get you to take an action. If there's no action to be taken because nothing's happening right now, then your action is to shift your perspective. And in a course of miracles, they would say a shift in perspective creates miracles. Right. So I'm not an expert in a course of miracles by any means. I've like listened to other people like teach on it, but that was one of the things that was 
really, really resonant with me is like, okay, if there's nothing for me to be done, then my work is to shift my perspective. So I can look back at my history and I can say, okay, that happened and it sucked. And like some of the things that I went through, no child should ever have to go through. And that is the human experience also. And so I can choose to shift my perspective around what happened. And I can also choose to be aware that I have patterns, I have behaviors, I have feelings that are all coming up based off of a lot of conditioning that I just need to know what to do about. And so there's so many different modalities in 2022, and so many of them are not talked about enough. It took us a long time to find um, like trauma therapy for my husband, who's a veteran. And so um, accelerated resolution therapy and then rapid resolution therapy have been some of like the fastest, most effective modalities to be able to help him move through extreme trauma. But rapid resolution therapy was developed to help people be able to move through thoughts, feelings, emotions, patterns. Some of them are just little annoyances, like a rock in the shoe versus somebody dropping a rock on our head and getting a concussion. Like they can both cause pain, but one of them is a little bit more of a long-term annoyance. One of them is like a big boom that happens in an immediate moment. So looking at Um, I actually, after seeing like the profound change that my family and I had through rapid resolution therapy, through my experience with manifestation, through meditation, through intention setting, I got um, certified in rapid resolution therapy. I watched it change my life and my husband's life after extreme PTSD. And I actually started using that in a lot of the like guided visualizations that we include with all of the different um, freak rituals that come with each product. So um, yeah, I just want to say that like your mind was built this way. (laughs) It's built terribly. And yet we still have to figure out a way to navigate it. And I have this like deep passion for people being able to sit at rest and feel free. And that's not true for most people. And um, so that is a main that's a main driver. And like all of the rituals and the products that we create, we sell it based off of like, we want to help you be able to make more money because we believe that women with deep pockets are going to do major, major justice in this planet because we care about making change in our community. So I want to see women get wealthy, but also a lot of women think that wealth is going to create the internal change that they're so desperately craving for, which is really a sense of safety and a sense of peace. And so we actually get both of those things done at the same time when we create these rituals for women. Um, anybody can use our product. We have actually a, a large gay man community <laughs> that loves our products. That makes me, brings me so much joy. And we all actually create more products and aren't just targeted specifically towards women. But my heart was to serve women first mm-hmm. in our branding and messaging, at least. Oh, goodness. You are, you are peace. I, when you're speaking, I feel... Well, you can see I have a smile from ear to ear. My cheeks are hurting because what you're speaking is such beautiful truths, but also very calming and very empowering for anybody listening right now. And you bring up frequent rituals. And this is really what I was so curious about. How did this spark? What, what created this? Was there a first product and then it spread? Like how did freak rituals come about? Well, it started actually with me doing therapy and me freeing up a lot of energy that was tied up in me being in fight or flight the majority of my life. And so I mentioned that first, because when our body's in perpetual fight or flight, blood is flowing away from our head and into our limbs. 
and it's flowing away from our organs and into our limbs. And so um, a lot of like digestive issues come up for people. A lot of um, mental clarity issues are coming up for people. So I was dealing with major health issues for years. And so when I went on the journey to figure out like, why is it that I have such extreme brain fog? Why is it that I feel um, tired all the time? Why is it that I feel stressed when nothing is wrong? Why is it that I want to cry feeling like my whole life is going to fall apart when I just moved into a million dollar home and there's plenty of money in the bank? Like I was living the dream life, but I did not feel like it on the inside. And so my number one mission became to resolve the inside because I believe if you, you resolve the inside, the outside will follow suit. And so that became the biggest, biggest focus of my life at that time back in like 2017, that's kind of when I started my like massive spiritual awakening. So going through a lot of different types of therapy, freeing up all of that energy by resolving trauma actually started sending blood back to the places that it was meant to be, which means that I had increased focus, increased logic, increased creativity, and then intuition. My intuition started skyrocketing things that like I shouldn't have been able to know I just knew like my my husband going through his PTSD I would just know things that I shouldn't have known of like where maybe he's like hiding alcohol this is something I've talked about publicly before so I don't feel issues around talking about it but he used you know alcohol to soothe really really extreme trauma and the reality of that is is it was the most logical thing for him to do at that time And so when he would like hide it, I would just, I would wake up and I would literally just have this inner knowing of like, go check this pocket in this jacket. And I would go to that pocket in that jacket that he hasn't worn in like 10 years. And there it would be, right? Like, so all of this information just started dropping in that I was actually surprised by, even though like I would say that I was a super spiritual person, but like my inner knowingness started becoming so strong. So like the journey leading up to that was a lot of inner healing. And the journey that you guys, where people see me now, like this was, you know, the last four years of my life took me to get to, you know, creating, having the idea for Freak, being able to fund Freak all by myself, put my husband through trauma treatment, which is a huge personal expense that the military military paid zero dollars for. And that was kind of the beginning. So what that actually looked like the day that it happened Um, now knowing what preceded it was me waking up one morning and I heard the words, see it, speak it, know it, have it. And I was like, still really groggy. When you first wake up, your brain is in theta brainwave state. So things are moving really slow. It's kind of yummy. You're able to like, just kind of feel a little bit more calm. And I love to wake up in the morning and keep my eyes closed and keep myself into that state to see what things pop up because that's the state of mind where it's easier to shift limiting beliefs. And I had become obsessed with Joe Dispenza's work at this point, like the work that he does for like, you know, healings for people, the work and research that he's done on meditation and like the mind-body connection, the mind-body and pain connection. And I remember thinking like, what if there's a way that we could help people who are resistant around meditation be able to get into med- meditation so much faster and so much easier? And that was ended up being the first two products that came through, which was our elixir and our bath salt. So those are infused with scientific technology that is able to record, store, and then duplicate uh, subtle energy patterns. So we had quantum physicists actually create 
a special like blend of frequencies that help you get into theta brainwave states much, much faster. Our scientists who have this like adorable accent, they're like, you want to help people meditate like monks? And I was like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I want to help them do. <laughs> and I was like, that's the one. <laughs> so I started testing frequencies. And the first time I tested the blend, which is now our manifesting elixir, I was on an airplane. And I remember at that time, I was like practicing, like amplifying feelings within my body. So I was working on like, how can I teach my body to hold pleasure for longer, to hold joy for longer? So I was like, well, let's use the new blended frequencies and test that out. So I'm on an airplane all by myself. I test it out. And then all of a sudden my body just starts taking these natural, really deep breaths all on its own. I wasn't like setting the intention that I would do that. It was just, I felt like this uh, release of like breath come through. And I was like, that's interesting. So now I'm focusing on just calling in more joy, just setting the intention of like more, more, more. And this is like, I don't know how cool your audience will be with the story, but you can cut it if you need to. <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going, but I like it. <laughs> so I'm, You're going to laugh in a second. So I'm on an airplane. We're now in the air. The a flight attendant is coming towards me, getting ready to ask me if I want to have a drink. And now I'm like, am I going to have an orgasm? Am I having an orgasm? I'm on an airplane. This is not okay. (laughs) She's coming towards me to like ask me for my drink. And I was like, keep your eyes closed. Pretend you're sleeping. Pretend you're sleeping. (laughs) I have like the weirdest like deep breaths happening. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really care what this frequency blend does. If all we ever do for the rest of our lives is like sell deep breaths and orgasms, then we've done our job, ladies. We've done a great service for the world. But that was how I knew it was the one. Oh my goodness. And I have it here sitting beside me and I have yet to use it. And now I think everybody's rushing right now to purchase (laughs) this product (laughs) because you're going to help us go deeper, feel more, really sink into, you know, the mind body experience and potentially have a really great orgasm. I mean, (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. So it was these frequencies and you were starting to feel things more, which led into a full body Mm -hmm. experience. That's amazing. So tell me about this. Let's just stay here for a second. The elixir. So you formulated Mm -hmm. this where they just add it. Like I, I haven't used it yet. because I wanted to speak to you first before I use it. So like do everything proper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You put this into water. Is that what you do? Yeah. So the base of it is a trace minerals, which most people are deficient in any way. So it's actually really great for your physical body. Mm -hmm. And um, the trace minerals is kind of like a low sodium salt mixture, which holds um, a frequency really, really well, like decades. So like the shelf life on this is insane. Um, Most people never keep their bottle longer than like 45 days. But like, if it happened to stay for 10 years, you're fine. (laughs) So so we wanted something that could hold a really, really stable frequency to where we could test it and make sure that the energetic experience that people were going to have was flawless. And it was like hundred percent consistency across all um, bottles, which is so cool that like our quantum physicists have this technology to be able to test that and see Mm -hmm. like, okay, Cause not every frequency works with every base. So like you could put, and not every frequency works with every frequency. So we had to do a lot of like testing where like my intuition would sometimes tell me one thing. And then I would go to the scientists and they're like, those, those 
frequencies might contradict each other. Um, but then other times I've had like, you know, just intuitive downloads where our scientists were like, that's an interesting idea. We've never thought of that before. And this works so well. So that ended up being the, the frequencies that we put in our nostalgic manifesting mist. So yes. Which I have as well. Yeah. So I'll tell you how to, how to work the whole system and like why this is beneficial. And I'm going to start by explaining that you don't have to remember any of this because we tell you exactly what to do. We make it so easy on people. We do all of like the nerdy research with our quantum physicists and um, with the own research that I do and using rapid resolution therapy in our different, um, in our guided visualization. So like we have thought of everything from how you feel when you open the package to how you feel when you touch the texture of the bottle and all of that's meant to begin to elevate you. And I think we did a pretty good job of that through like our packaging. So step one is like start to shift the experience that somebody's had from the second that they open the box. Step two for you guys is just scan the QR code on the back. We take it from there. We tell you, do this, use this product, spray the mist at this time. There is a process of like when to spray the mist because what we want to do is we want to anchor in a new feeling around a new idea of the future before we anchor in the smell and the frequencies of the mist. So I'll start from step one, which is use our manifesting elixir or a manifesting bath salt and get into a meditation. You just scan the QR code. We take you through the whole guided meditation. And what we're doing is we're eliminating old belief systems through the process. And then we're calling in new intentions. So we're setting in new intentions. And then we we want to do is it's kind of like a climax build. <laughs> um, all of this was like so inspired by that airplane ride. It's amazing. But when you when you get into these really like positive, elevated emotions. And then you spray the mist, your unconscious mind perceives that two things happening at the same time must be related. So it links them. And so now when you have this vision of the future, these elevated emotions and the scent plus the frequencies, um, when you spray it again, when you're not in meditation, it pulls the feeling of the manifestation back into the body. And Joe Dispenza teaches that um, the thought sends the signal out and the feeling draws the experience back to you. So what you experience in the beginning of manifestation when you're like, this isn't working so well is I'm thinking all of these affirmations that I'm a wealthy bitch. I'm so amazing. I'm going to like do this. And I'm such a boss. And like, you're calling all of that in, but then your belief systems are contradicting it. And remember, unconscious mind causes a feeling based off of what it perceives is happening now. So you're kind of then getting frustrated at these sensations that you're having in the body that contradict the affirmation that it is that you're putting out there. So we really worked very intentionally around the guided visualization that you do and then using um, scent anchoring, which is an NLP concept, neuro-linguistic programming concept, if you're not familiar with that, where we get you into the elevated emotional state, unconscious mind links those two, and then you smell the scent anytime when you're outside of meditation. Like I recommend keeping that shit in your purse, put a backpack, put one next to your desk, but when next year, think in the morning and just like start spraying because it's going to unconscious mind is like, oh, that sense familiar. And that sense is linked to this feeling and it pulls it right mm-hmm. back into the body because sense, memory and emotion are stored in the same place in the brain. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, like I said, is... you don't have to remember any of that, but it's <laughs> so good. I mean, 
for me, this is, this is really revolutionary. I'm just going to tell you like, this is big because someone who loves manifestation loves to really go into the spiritual realm and and just all the things I have Mm -hmm. to tell you. And being really honest, that is exactly my experience. I can think beautiful, big, abundant thoughts, have that intuition, intuitive hit, feel so good in that meditation. And then boom, in comes the the chatter and it, Mm -hmm. it, it does. It disrupts the whole feeling. And I have yet to know how to, cause then you start to get in this little bit of a tug of war in your meditation mm-hmm. where you're like, no, I see this vision, but, and, and yeah. then I give up. Cause I'm just like, Oh, this is not what I signed up for. But to know now I have a tool that mm-hmm. can support me in that and keep me in that higher state. I mean, I'm going to have one in my purse on my bedside <laughs> table. <laughs> I already yeah, have one in my office everywhere. <laughs> Because this is the type of support and tool that I believe so many people are missing. I'm so yeah. grateful you you did this. This is Thank big. You. Thank you. I feel that way too. I feel like it's hard because it really does take explanation. So right. people see the product and they're like, great, beautiful band branding. And a lot of people buy products just based off of branding. But I'm like, I don't really want you to own my product just for it to sit on the shelf, which is happening with some people. So that's why I love getting and thank you for bringing me onto this podcast because I want to have more opportunity to share the backstory so people understand like the potency of this ritual. And a lot of people are walking around saying like, oh, I'm so sick of this pattern. I'm so sick of this shit coming up all the time. And I don't know what to do about it. And a lot of them have my products sitting on there and they just need to scan that QR code. One more step, (laughs) scan the QR code. I'll take you through the rest of it, sister. But you can use like our candle visualization you know, every single time you light that candle, you can pull a new feeling into your body of like something that you want to eliminate and use it as like a layering technique of like, okay, I got this one cleared up. I got this belief cleared up. I got this feeling cleared up. And a lot of people are like, that was fun, but they really don't understand truly like the science behind it and what's taking place at an unconscious level enough to like keep going. So I appreciate the amazing dialogue and the great questions as well. Yeah, no, this is, this is really important because you're also teaching intention, right? And I think a lot of people think they're living with intention, but it's like, um, what's the proper way of saying it? Maybe like skimming the surface. It's like kind of intention where what you're saying is when you light the candle, create a ritual and a practice, and you have everything to support that. If someone feels like they would like that support, but calling in what we really desire, we need to do more of that. We've been really disrupted and distracted. Haven't we from what do you really want instead of looking here, looking there and, and being a part of the world that is really, it's really ultimately very distracting from all the things we desire. It's actually really also normal when you ask somebody what they want for them to actually start listing out what they don't want. Yeah. And so therefore, number one, you're informing unconscious minds to produce more of it. And you're also informing the quantum field to call more in. So, but that is the way that our unconscious mind is conditioned and programmed. So you have to take this level of conscious awareness as you learn that and say, oh, interesting. I did it again. Somebody asked me what I wanted and I actually responded with what I didn't want. Therefore, calling in more of that. You're doing that at two different levels. Number one, you're getting your unconscious mind focused on what you don't want. So then it zooms in and starts attracting you to more of it. And then energy is energy is energy. The quantum field starts, you know, doing things in your favor, trying to call back exactly what it is that you're focused on, which is what you do not want. So noticing that like, because unconscious mind negates the word not. So noticing when you say like, well, I don't want this and I don't want, I don't, 
I don't like it when my husband keeps putting olives in my salad. That has been like a real argument that we've had. (laughs) Don't you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or I put olives in his salad and he puts mushrooms in my salad. That's, that's the real argument that we have. (laughs) So, but what if I said, like, I love feeling supported when my husband remembers what I like, when he remembers my preferences. I say this and bring it up in the example of a relationship because that's oftentimes where we're super focused in on the things that we don't like because it's so present in our every single day lives. So deconditioning that really takes a willingness. Number one, not judge yourself when it comes up because you are conditioned and programmed this way. It couldn't not be that way until you start to train yourself in a new way that's a little bit more valuable to your human experience. So um, it's a muscle, so much grace for yourself and also neutralizing the judgment around it when you do it and just saying like, oh, interesting. Look how silly I am that I just did that again. Instead of being like, fuck, I can never get this right. (laughs) Mm. We're so hard on ourselves. We are. We are. That's really great advice. What's the future of Freak? Where is this going? Oh gosh, that's a great question. Like, I mean, we definitely, first of all, we have so many people from other countries like wanting to order. So like being able to get our international shipping going. Um, I do see this as being a um, more built out like ritual system for people where they can come in based off of like a symptom and we'll have a ritual built out for each symptom. Like I'm afraid to, um, I'm afraid to get into relationships. I'm afraid to, um, I'm afraid to ask for the raise. I'm afraid to, um, whatever it is that like the fear that's coming up of like, I really want this, but this feeling of fear is conflicting and just creating a lot of rituals that, um, start to clear the emotion around that feeling so that people can actually feel the dreaminess of their life instead of just dreaming about life. Yes. I'm all for it. I'm all for that. I'm a (laughs) massive supporter of that vision for you because this is really important. It really is. I mean, the more we can support ourselves, the more we can tap in, the more we can be around people like yourself who are very aware and activating that and putting it out into the world, the better we're all going to be. So this is really important stuff. And I'm really excited to be someone who uses it and is a part of it. And in your world, it has already heightened me. And now to know that I I have a whole ritual to support me in this, I was so excited for this conversation because it's almost like it hasn't been touched. The mist has been touched, but nothing else, because I wanted to know really how to make this the best experience possible. And you did such a good job of explaining that. Where can they go by be with you? Well, you guys can obviously come to Freak Rituals, which is F-R-E-Q for frequency. Um, on Instagram, we're Freak Rituals on Pinterest, FreakRituals.com, everywhere. And then if you guys want to follow me personally, because I do teach a lot of this on my personal Instagram page, love underscore Andrea Crowder. I'm on my Instagram stories all the time, just talking about this because like it's created such internal freedom that I walk around even just experiencing my business and like the pleasure of work versus the constant internal like fight that I was having my with myself of like, I should feel grateful right now, but I feel really afraid. And like Mm. the amount of stress that I was carrying that I have now, um, I have now cleared and all of that energy gets to be used in different ways, ways that equal pleasure and creativity and like 
real true internal freedom. I feel like that that is the reason I'm on this planet is to help people feel the sense of like what real freedom is like. And I know deep down inside that a lot of the conflict that we're having in our world right now is going to start to resolve ourselves once we're not all like, you know, fighting these inner children, you know, that we have going on in ourselves, these like traumatized toddlers that we're walking around as grown adults driving cars who can buy guns and who can use a lot of money to throw out things. And like, Mm -hmm. it's all just like these inner children inside of ourselves that are really just deeply afraid. And I know that the more that we wake up and the more that we recognize the power that has always been there, but sometimes we just have lost a vision of it, the more that we are going to create the real change that I see so desperately needed on this planet, especially right now. Mm, Amen to that. Thank you, Andrea. This, yeah. thank you for stepping out and following your intuition. Thank you for taking risks. Thank you for caring about us because that's what I feel through you and through these products is deep care and consideration for us and supporting us to be in peace and to be in our power and into our love. It's, it's beautiful. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. This was a really special conversation for me and I appreciate you immensely. Thank you for helping spread the word. This is such a dream for me to just be able to come into other people's spaces and share something that I just like wake up thinking about. And I'm so excited to think about, and I feel so honored to get to do this work. So thank you for spreading that message. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass. I trust this was a gorgeous experience for you and full of expansion. And now I'm going to give you three opportunities right now to step further into your leadership. And we're going to do that through action and generosity. The first way is please share this podcast right now on your social media and make sure to tag me either Jen Spiegel or Becoming Iconic podcast because I love resharing you. The second thing is through connection, sending the link to someone specific who you thought of as you were listening to this information and this masterclass who came upon your heart. That's a really beautiful form of leadership. And the third way, it takes one minute of your time, but the ripple effect is huge. And that's by leaving a five-star review and a comment below. When you do that, more people learn about becoming iconic masterclass and more people enter this community. And with more comes more souls and more connection and more growth and more expansion and all the things that we all desire. So those three things are ways right now you can show up in your leadership and generosity and action the things that you are learning. I appreciate you so much. I can't wait to be with you again next week. And until then, go carve and create and savor your diamond life. It's yours.